This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You guys, I have to confess something on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. I just got a new vacuum cleaner. Oh, wow. That's cool. I can't stop thinking about it. I'm not kidding you. I think about my vacuum cleaner on a daily basis more than right now, because it's new, it's fresh, more than I think about my kids and my husband combined. Um, While what? I'm at work, I am thinking about what else I can vacuum when I get home. A, that's how I know I've turned old. But B, I cannot be the only person that is like in love with a household appliance or item and get your mind out of the gutter. I mean, so what is it about this particular vacuum that you that just drives you over the edge okay. in fits of um, ecstasy? Thanks for asking. It is. A Dyson cordless mm, vacuum cleaner. Yeah. So it, it can go anywhere. Sucks. Three speeds. You can use okay. the boost or the auto or the economy. And it gets all the dirt out of the places. <laughs> that, is, that was awkward. It gets it all gets up in your nooks the, and is, crannies. You guys, baby. though, I didn't know how spectacular a vacuum could be into i'm not joking with you i'm this is not an act i was gonna say or I, an ad like did um, it's not i love my dumb dyson so much so why why do you think that you are so starved for love in, in no, your regular I'm life just, all i want you to you know formed is a relationship she's in love with the vacuum i love i've always loved vacuuming that's true but I love it wow. even more now. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Do you love your vacuum? I mean, we what watched... home appliance uh, appliance are you in love? They called her lover in college. Okay, appliance? you're rude. <laughs> appliance. What home appliance are you obsessed with at your home? We did watch a series about people who fell in love with no, inanimate objects. Not you're like... not saying that you fell in love physically with your no. vacuum. Well, we did have somebody call who said she had a friend who did something with a vacuum. Oh, that rude. She I was not going to talk. That's not I what mean, I'm talking about. Of course, everyone's mind's going to go there, but I will tell you that I have fallen in love with several home appliances I know. over the you years. You and your Instant Pot have had a torrid affair before. Yes. Oh, God. We just go See? places. We can, and it's the, it's, the, it's the relationship that stands the test of time because I just use that sucker again. Again, for <laughs> for <laughs> apple butter season, yes, boots with the fur. I mean, we just had so much fun over the weekend making apple butter with each other. See? And you know, nobody delivers like that instant pot does I'm on a regular you. basis. And then, and then I can say, "Hey, honey, do you want? Should we do curry?" She'll do curry. She'll do whatever. In like She'll do chicken minutes. in no time. We can do apple butter. We can do curry. You should taste the eggs that she makes. 
Yeah, hard boiled eggs actually are. A, That's what a I'm pinch. saying. Uh, six five one six four one one zero seven one. I know I'm not alone in my obsession about my vacuum cleaner. What is the home appliance that you are so obsessed with? You may as well be having a relationship with it. Melissa is on the line. Hello, Melissa. Oh my gosh, you guys! Okay, first of all, fellow redheaded South High Tiger class oh, of eighty nine. Hello, hi. I also love my Dyson, and of course, it's got to be the animal, right? I was just looking at your vacuum the other day because I'm I want to upgrade. Oh, <laughs> Melissa, get it? You will you will take a couple days off work when you get it though, because oh, you're yeah. gonna vacuum everything six to ten times. Oh my god, your my, floors will be so clean. People, you can invite people over to literally eat off of them. Uh, my pe- my family knows. I'm, they call me the Dyson Lady because I'm like an evangelist of Dyson. I think I've sold about a hundred animals to other people yes. because I love it so much. Uh, and I won't let anybody touch my vacuum. I'm with you. <laughs> Melissa, get it. You'll be so happy. Good luck Send to me you. a note when you're done. Hey, I have a question. It'll be great. Bye. What is it a like one of them canister ones so you don't need bags? Correct. It's a bagless so experience. I'm gonna show it to you so that you can is have it that this wandy, full experience. like sort of weird alien shaped one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's cordless. See, this is why I love it. We have a multiple uh what's the word? Multi level home. What is that? Isn't that what uh isn't that what Donna calls hers? She's a multi-level home. home. Multi-story. We have like, you know, we have steps. And like when you have to lug that big uh, thing, the actual yeah, no, vacuum we, cleaner, it's a pain in the, you know what? Our vacuum. Okay. So here's, here's what I want you to appreciate how good you have it. So our vacuum cleaner. Now I don't do the vacuuming at home because we have a d- division of labor. That's not my responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I have used it before and I will tell you that we have the vacuum that you have to lug everywhere mm-hmm. and it is a, it is so heavy and it's also kept in the basement. Why? Because it's vile. Yes. And ever okay. So this is how bad it is. Jamie had a dog a hundred years ago. When I fire that vacuum up, you can smell that dog. That ain't right. Like that's how just old, that's old. and sad yes. and it never quite get, gets things up on the carpet mm-hmm. as good yeah. as it should. So yeah. I, I understand the power of um, a good vacuum. Yes. And so this thing is very easy to transport from place to place. You don't get tangled up in the cord because that's the other thing about vacuuming. You plug it in and then you got to do that weird dance where you're trying to get around the cord so you don't vacuum it up. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Okay. And then you have to like just, yeah. Oh, the cord. Oh. Let's go to Heidi. Heidi is on the line. Hi, Heidi. What is the home appliance that you're having a, a little side affair with? Um, I love my air fryer. Love, 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 love my air fryer. Right? And- the good old crock pot. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm. You know those old are Bessie. Those are tried and true, right there. Yeah. The crock pot, like that, is a love that I will never lose. Uh, I but, will say, have you ever used the instant pot, honey? No, I'm scared it's gonna blow up. Oh, oh. hey, honey, listen. <laughs> I used to have that fear too. Every single time I fired that up, I'd have to leave the room because I was afraid it was gonna explode and like cut my, you know, middle out. I know that sounded really weird, but I had that fear too. And I use that sucker all week long. Oh, your life is going to be so much better if you get that instant pot. You know what? I will back him up, Heidi. I have an instant pot too, and I love it. But here's the thing. You will still love your crock pot. So don't think that you'll replace it. Yeah, you're not replacing. No, you're adding. It's like having another child. You just, yeah, you just add to your family. Your love just grows. Okay, I'm gonna try it. I've been worried, but I'm gonna try it. Don't be worried. I love my air fryer so much. It's so and great. I just got a Ninja blender, and oh. this Ninja blender is Honey. like 
the best thing ever. It can chop. It can. It does everything. It's so great. And imagine what you can do when you combine that Ninja Blender with that Instant Pot. Oh, oh. you're going to fly. Thanks, Heidi. <laughs> have a great day. Now, I want to go to Jeannie. Jeannie, you'll have the last Put word. Jeannie in a bottle. Jeannie, what is the home appliance that you are having an affair with? Well, I got it as a present. Um, it is the Dyson blow dryer. <gasps> Oh, I saw this at an Ulta, and I couldn't. It blew my mind. Literally. Well, it's my husband works for Best Buy, and we got it as a gift. Um, and he ordered it for me. It's four hundred dollars. Oh, oh wow! God. Oh my gosh! You yeah. better dry your hair Some in like fancy a minute. Hair. Does it tell well, you? Well, my hair too? is big. I have long, thick hair, and I, I talk about it all the time. My daughters love it. Would I spend four hundred dollars on it myself? Hell no. Yeah. But love it. Good for okay, you. Okay, good to know. Thank you, Jeannie. Um, She's like the wind. I just see her hair. like standing in her bathroom, blowing herself silly with that air the hair dryer. <laughs> I do that in the gym. You set it on the cool setting, and you just go. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to talk about Gwyneth Paltrow. We're gonna have a little gooper scoopers after this on my talk one oh seven one. Whenever we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We pull together the Gooper Scoopers. Here come the Gooper Scoopers. They are gonna find you stuff that's dumb on Gooper Scoopa, Gooper Scoopa. That's just what they do. Gooper Scoopa, Gooper Scoopa. There's always stupid stuff on Gooper. Yes, there is. Okay, so Gwyneth. Gwyneth Paltrow, we love to poke fun at her. She's in headlines today for a reason that doesn't require us to poke so much fun at her, mostly. Gwyneth Paltrow headline, derided by Harvey Weinstein as her pivotal role in producer's downfall, revealed a new book. So I saw that headline yesterday and I thought to myself, Colleen, yes, Gwyneth Paltrow played a pivotal role in Harvey Weinstein's downfall, which is frustrating. It was was frustrating at the time because we thought that she probably had a smoking gun, but wasn't talking publicly about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and she was maybe on the more silent end of the spectrum as compared to some other individuals who came out and really put their reputations on the line in those very important moments. But now, in this new book, by the way, from New York Times reporters, she said, is the title of the book, Breaking the Sexual Harassment Story That Helped Ignite a Movement, from Megan Tui and Jody Cantor, which, by the way, came out today. You can get the audiobook. I've downloaded it. Hurry up. I'm going to do it in a second. Yeah. It's only nine hours long. Um, Anyway, in that book, they detail how pivotal Gwyneth Paltrow's role really was to the those women who were trying to break this story. They account or tell uh, recount rather that Gwyneth got on the phone very quickly to try and help them along in their investigation as much as she could. Okay, so can you, like, what do we know about how she went about helping? Um, Because, again, we were very focused on the people who were out front in that movement. And those people, by the way, many of them, mm, it was not easy, I don't feel like, at the beginning to be out in front of that movement to be the face and the voice of, uh, you know, that the, the allegations against Harvey Weinstein, the public was not kind 
in many ways. I think specifically about like Rose McGowan. Yeah. Um, so how, you know, in what way was she instrumental? Do we know anything about that? Yeah, we actually, uh, actually, actually, we actually do. And I want to share uh, from you a quote from one of the authors who was on uh, the Today Show Monday. Gwyneth Paltrow was one of Harvey's biggest stars. He had really kind of presented himself as a kind of godfather to her over the years. Um, And then she goes on to say, Gwyneth was actually one of the first people to get on the phone. And she was determined to help this investigation when Harvey showed up at a party to her house early. And she was sort of forced to hide in the bathroom. So literally in real time stuff, they're trying to to crack this investigation or crack this case open. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're talking to Gwyneth Paltrow on the horn about it. Meanwhile, so she's spilling the beans about Harvey. Guess what? He's showing up. Hi. Hi, I'm early. And um, I don't think he was there to help with the hors d'oeuvres. So she goes on to say, exactly. I think many people will be surprised to discover that when so many other actresses were reluctant to get on the phone and scared to tell the truth about what they'd experienced at his hands, Harvey's hands, that Gwyneth was actually one of the first people to get on the phone and was determined to help. Even when Harvey, oh, I said that. There's this crazy scene in the book where she's hiding in her own bathroom, calling you guys, saying, what do I do here? He's here. I think Harvey was extremely aware and extremely scared of what the implications would be if his biggest star ended up going on the record. So she goes on, uh, and she went on, rather, on this Today piece, and the book is out there and ready to go. But what it essentially begins to tell us is a story about Gwyneth Paltrow's role in cracking the case on Harvey Weinstein in a way that I think maybe fills in the details that we've, you know, felt were woefully lacking mm-hmm. insofar as Gwyneth Paltrow is concerned. So because I mean, there was a major frustration about the fact that one of his big to their point, one of his biggest stars was not being very vocal, at least to the public. Yeah, And the rumor mill was like, oh, how'd she get her off? Right. You know, and now. Here, here's where we do the thing that we do with Gwyneth Paltrow is try to hold her to account because occasionally Gwyneth Paltrow, um, she is a good storyteller. Mm-hmm. And whether those stories are about, you know, the power of stickers to cure diseases that you can buy on her website for a low, low price, mm-hmm. or those stories are about her own career. Mm-hmm. Or the fact that she invented yoga. Thank you. She likes to make herself look good. Yes. So... I think it is safe to say that at this point we can still say that, yes, these women are reporting on the fact that Gwyneth Paltrow jumped out ahead of the story very quickly to try to, or I shouldn't say ahead of it. She tried to be helpful. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
helpful insofar as this investigation is concerned, which is awesome. But in service of what? And was right. the story she was telling designed to make her look good? Like, these are the questions that I still have that I yeah. think are very important to ask. Like, what what was she saying specifically? And was that in some way designed to maybe put a different light on her behavior previously? As- yeah. What, what I find interesting is she the fact that she wasn't doing it publicly tells me that this really was about helping the victims of Harvey Weinstein and not necessarily about elevating her. Yes, that would be the altruistic uh, interpretation of yeah. that. But I would say if, if if you're being a little more cynical, you might know that at some point all this is going to be out in the open and you want to be on the right side and of things. And she'll look and like so a hero. Gonna, and, yeah. and again, not that that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like We all do things for, for suspect motives mm-hmm. that ultimately are in the service of something you know, important and necessary that might benefit us in the long run. I don't want to hold her to an unreasonable standard, but I think it's okay to ask those questions. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm going to be downloading that book. She said in the break, uh, because that is a must read. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly that we want to tell you about. We call them D bags and we're going to talk about them after this on my talk. One Oh seven one. Celebrities behaving badly, etc. to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. What up? What do we call those celebrities behaving badly? D-bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. <laughs> what, who's your D-bag? Uh, this Jennifer Aniston magazine cover. <clears throat> okay, so you ever heard of something called InStyle? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Celebs. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're in. It's so stylish, man. They don't even need a space between in and style. Anyway, Jennifer Aniston has uh, been revealed as the latest cover star for InStyle's October beauty issue. And they had five alternate co- covers featuring Jen Ann. Okay, stop. That's dumb. Jen Ann. No, no, that's not a thing. Stop trying to make that happen. Jen Ann to their 2.7 million Instagram followers. Um, I would like you to do me a favor. Oh, dear. I want you to open this linkage. Now, there's a picture of her face right at the top. That's not the magazine cover. Scroll down to the the Instagram (sighs) post for InStyle with her. Wow. Whatever that is on there. Wow. Um, wow. Wow. <laughs> what happened to her head? She looks like an alien. There's a lot happening. It looks like she's holding, you know, do you remember Mombi? No. From Return to the Wizard of Oz? No. Who could like put different heads on her body? No, but I trust you. It looks you. like Jennifer Anderson. Anderson. Jen Ann. Jen Ann, excuse mm-hmm. me. No wonder we need to breathe. Jen Ann there um, just plopped a head down on a body. It's so weird. Well, it also looks like... It's not humanly possible. It's been photoshopped within an inch of its life. Yeah, first of all, she's um, Southern Italian. Yes. Her skin tone is like... Olive. Very olive. Slash gold. I mean, there's, it's, it's not, like she got... It's like she did, dipped herself in highlighter. I'm afraid that she ate too many carrots or maybe a lot of squashes in her diet yeah. right now. Let's... 
Let's for a moment ponder this in the new Jennifer Aniston in style Cosmo or excuse me cover. Babe Eternal, by the way, is the subtitle. Uh, um, the beauty issue. So it is a picture of Jennifer Aniston from the just above her belly button up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And she's wearing a bra or some kind of like a strapless bra, strapless a bando, bando type situation. Yeah, and then she's got her hands over her head. Mm-hmm. She's bejeweled on her arms. But then her hair is sort of that Jennifer Aniston cut a little bit longer, but then weirdly helmeted around her face and floofy on her decolletage. She's wearing the necklace around her hair. Like she put the necklace on and didn't bother to sweep her hair out from under yeah, the it's necklace. It's like she just got caught in the midst of yeah, being just, beautiful. Oh, you caught me while oh, I was hello. getting myself dressed. But you can tell the, she's panicked because her hands are yes, on her head. She's like, oh dear. <laughs> I didn't see oh, you there. I'm sorry. I would have thrown something you know, on. on. Uh, yet I look absolutely perfect. But then, okay, so that's this. I just wanted to give people who can't see this cover mm-hmm. an idea of what we're dealing with. Yeah. Okay. So then can we talk about the proportions of her body? Sure. So will you notice for me the size of her bicep muscles? Yeah. As compared to like her head? Yes. And also just her, like, she is swole on a level that. I'm just here to tell you, I actually think her head in proportion to the rest of her is odd. Yeah. It's like a figure eight that we're looking at. And um, I know some people with some big heads. Yeah. I don't think Jennifer Aniston is one of them. Uh, But yes, her head is. It, it also her neck looks extremely long. I was not aware she's a giraffe, and everything looks mildly or oddly small, though. Like she, her head is really big, but then like her arms yes, and her body d- look really small because she is missing shoulders. Oh. Ah, Holly, good eye, good eye. Yeah, and also look how long her armpit is. It goes right to her boob. Yeah, well, some armpits do that. Yeah, but like that's really long. There's I'm, no pit in the armpit. Yes. She this photo, I know this is going to shock you guys. It appears to me as though they did um maybe photoshop it a little bit. What? <laughs> Thanks for making my point. Yes, <laughs> this thing is so photoshopped, it is disturbing. It's she crazy. looks like an alien. And I'm like, when I thought we were done with this. No. I thought we were done with like over the top. Like Maybe like, yeah, we're going to make you look your best, but it's still going to look like you. Yeah, this doesn't look like a human. No. And it's also, by the way, in 2019 called the beauty issue. Right. Yay. Not the Photoshop issue. If they could see, see me now, now do, 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 do. you're still a piece of oh. meat oh. to all these people selling magazines. Okay. And fancy shoes. There you go. It just makes me sad for it, uh, Jennifer Aniston. I, well, and for all of us. I don't think any of us should feel sad for No, Jennifer I just, Aniston. I mean in an existential sort of way, but mostly I feel bad for the women who buy this yes. trash and then... And then look at it and go, I'll never look like that. I won't yeah, look guess like what? a weird alien creature with a helmet hair. I'm actually going to make this better for everybody. Okay. okay. You're, if you are a person who buys this uh, magazine and then looks at it and goes, I'm never going to look like this. I want to say to you, congratulations. Yeah. 
that is the first dose of reality you've ever had. Kudos, you are you. not ever going to look like that. And it's not because you're ugly and it's not because you're not perfect. And it's not because you're not beautiful. It's because nobody looks like this, including but not limited to Jennifer actual okay. Aniston. Also, just really quickly to compare mm-hmm. that second cover where yeah. she's just sort of that one looks more normal. Look how different that oh, body yeah. is as compared to the first body. Yeah. Those are two different bodies. Well, she has shoulders and a normal length neck. And her biceps are not like swole like I just spent 30 minutes at the gym. Yeah. I mean, if oh. I were her, I'd be upset. But whatever. She probably she doesn't care. She's check. like, I look good. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Money's still green. Uh, I have a D-bag for you. Mm. My D-bag is... Two menstrual cycle oh, tracking apps oh. called Mia Femme and Maya. Why do you ask? Are these my D bags? Oddly, I appropriately. Know. I know. Yes. Because they were sharing sensitive data with Facebook in order to uh, target ads to women who were using these apps to track their cycle. In other words, <laughs> Facebook was using the data, things like whether or not they were on contraceptives, when they were actually cycling, so that they they could target ads toward women who were using these apps as trackers. That is disgusting. Now, what that actually means, I can't necessarily say. Like, I don't know. I can assume what a bunch of people in, uh, you know, in offices, marketing brains would think like, oh, oh, yes, let's always put chocolate ads in the gutter of, you know, the woman's Facebook page who is cycling at this time. (laughs) Women being eaten. Right. Am I right? Okay. And then (laughs) and then when they're actually like when they're PMS, give them shoes because, you know, women get cramps. Women be shopping. Women be shopping. That's (laughs) what women do. In any case, uh, I just think this is kind of D-baggy. Um, and by the way... Uh, it also seems mildly, uh, and by mildly I'm, I'm being facetious, like rather invasive when you think about the fact that an advertiser is tracking your menstrual cycle. Yes. I mean, that's real. And so like the things that people would input into these types of apps would be things like what their symptoms are. So if you are a person who feels especially bloated prior to your cycle uh, or at that time of your cycle, you might have gotten some sort of ads featuring diuretics of some sort. Or if you are a person who had headaches, then you might get, like you said, Bradley, like the Midol or the Advil or, you know, those types of targeted ads. I I, see. So like on some level, I love the idea of targeted ads. Like when there are things that you can give me that I actually am looking for, I'm fine with it. But but I feel like there's a line that doesn't need to be crossed when it comes to like invasive things, because whether it's your menstrual cycle, whether it's, I don't know, let's say I had a procedure uh-huh. down there. Uh-huh. I'm just like saying like something that I wouldn't want to share with the general world. Right. When the Internet is now tracking it like that becomes information for people that I am supposed to have. Like privacy. Yes. For. You don't need to know that I have hemorrhoids. Exactly. Thank, Thank you. you for sharing, Holly. Do you, though? Because I, I have some ideas for you if you need help. 
Bradley's big into fiber supplements. Thanks, Mark Zuckerberg. I'm fine. (laughs) In any case, uh, just be aware if you are a person who is using. Listen, this is why in certain situations I like to go back to the good old tried and true method. Uh, Just, you know, a calendar will do. You know. Oh, to track your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like a paper calendar. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. Mm, Yeah. But I'm saying Mm -hmm. when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we haven't had enough. We have not had our fill of D bags. Oh, it's a double. It's a D bag double down. We got another D bag to tell you about (laughs) after this D bag party on my talk. (laughs) One of seven one. We call a little D-bag overflow, and that means... Whoops, oh, that did Maybe we should call something else. Sounded better in my head. Uh, this is a Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. We couldn't fit all of the celebrities behaving badly in one segment, thus we must do a D-bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Double down, double down. Okay, oh, so we haven't mentioned the name of Kersey Alley in quite a while, have no, we? Here we on the Colleen and Bradley no. show. We haven't. Mostly because I don't know what she's up to these days. Do you know why I don't know? Because she's probably not doing anything? No, well, because we can't yes. know. And because we, I've been blocked by her on Twitter, oh, as have you, Colleen. Yep, we are not allowed to know. We'll get to that in a moment. But first, I must in tell you. struggle to remain relevant, she's talking. Former actress and person, Kirstie Alley, with a soul. A former, I mean. former person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's going to roast me on Twitter. Oh. No, wait. Oh, wait. She can't. I mean, she can roast me. I just won't know. Yeah. Anyway, Kirstie Alley hit out recently at some stuff, and we just have to go there because I'm ready. Okay. And it's been a day. Go. It actually hasn't been a day, but I just love taking it to Kirstie Alley. <laughs> so on her Twitter account, she said the following a um, couple days ago. I just am now seeing it. I apologize for being tardy to this party. Uh-huh. Quote, I can't keep up with all the PC rules and regs for proper terminology, behavior, or thought. And she put that in quotes, FYI. Or the enforced views that must be accepted and complied with in order to be considered a good person. Screw it. I'd rather be a... Okay, mission accomplished, Kirstie Alley. I mean, good news is... <laughs> you don't clap for that. You, yeah. you are a... Yeah. Why? Because, excuse me, what is she talking about? I can't keep up with all the rules, PC rules and regs for proper terminology. Like, oh, I'm sorry. In order to be a polite, decent human being, you're going to have to use words in a different way that maybe you haven't had to use in the past in order to not be overly offensive for no reason. So being a human being and going is going out of your way and you can't like because what you're so busy acting in a TV no, show. That's oh, winning no, awards? you're not. Nope, that's no. not happening. Here's the part for me that is exceedingly frustrating about this line of thinking that Kirstie Alley is sharing on her Twitter Yeah, is specifically with Kirstie Alley. She has, on more than one occasion, been very outspoken about um, why she believes people should accept her way of thinking. Oh, gosh. So she wants, but she's not willing to extend the same amount of respect that she is craving and asking for and demanding, right? 
that to me tells me so much about who she is. Yeah. And so here's here's the thing, you guys like and we could go in like places that are uncomfortable, but we don't even need to go there because here's the thing. Whenever you see somebody complain like this, first of all, you have to ask yourself like. Like, oh, I'm sorry. It's hard being a nice person. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's hard for you. And that's actually not hard to believe because Kirstie Alley over the years has shown herself to not be a very nice person publicly. Mm-hmm. Like, she is totally fine. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Fine. With people not liking her mm-hmm. uh, as a result of her rude words, mm-hmm. right? And whether that was us, which we'll get to in a moment, whether that was Leah Remini, who criticized her for um, speaking out against the Church of Scientology, mm-hmm. whether that was a whole host of people. I mean, I could go on with the list of people that she's attacked. That is her thing. Yes. And so she's a D-bag. <laughs> In closing. In closing. She's, she's a still D-bag. the same D-bag that we've always known her to be. Absolutely. And I, oh, I. what I was going to say is that when people complain like that, I'm... You have to, instead of taking up the actual issue that they're trying to bring up, just point out that they're being rude. And that's all they want to do is be mean-spirited and rude and try to get a reaction from you. Well, and I'll be, if I'm being perfectly, if I'm being perfectly honest, though, like, the human side of me wants to acknowledge that I believe that that comes from a place of fear for her. Because there's something frightening about being a decent human being. Yeah. You know, there's something frightening about having to confront your own prejudices and your own um, uh, not not inclusive thoughts about people in the world that we live in. Right? Absolutely. I think that... She's She's a a (laughs) D-bag. Oh, I know what I was going to say. So this all... (laughs) You're like, wow, this is a really enlightening can segment. We, can we keep that ding out for every time we lose this track of where he's going? You just circle back. Yep. Ding. She's no, what I wanted to say was, frankly, the this all began because she couldn't take a joke and we called her out on Twitter uh-huh. and very quickly. In fact, we turned a whole we turned an entire, I was gonna say segment, I think several segments into getting people to get blocked by her because she's so so, easy. What's the word I'm looking for? Triggered. Yes. Anytime somebody says anything that doesn't purport uh, with her way of thinking. And to your earlier point, whenever that way of thinking, like whenever her way of thinking is under attack, she lashes out. Um, But the minute somebody calls her out, you know, she is, you know, defensive. And, And you know what? This is, I don't know. 
if I'm going to be perfectly honest, and, and we don't need to go all the way in, and we we won't. Don't worry. Um, but that is, in general, I think part of what is wrong with our culture today is our inability to um, see both sides, like how we accept criticism and also how we give criticism. Yeah. And she's a symptom of that. And Twitter has made it quite easy, frankly. Social media has made it very easy to bloviate about your own personal outlook and not take the time to understand somebody else's. And we, you know, look, I'm sure I have been guilty of that as well. Sometimes, you know, you feel like you're shouting into the wind. Sometimes you're just reacting from a place of your own, you know, frustration, stress, insecurity, uh, self-esteem, whatever it is. Like all of those things are entirely possible. All humans are capable of that behavior. But she has made it an art form. So whenever I see this, it just it it gets me animated. Yeah. Uh, and, and in closing. And in closing. She's, she's a, a D bag. <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh. But specifically, this one triggers me because it's that whole like trying to throw quote PC rules and regulations for proper terminology and behavior. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I have an idea what she's talking about. But like I said before, I don't think we need to go into it. I just think that's an excuse for when like, oh, you're troubled by the, you know, requirement that like, I'm sorry, in society, generally speaking, there are rules for how you're going to handle yourself and how what it means to be a polite human being. Yeah, And when we learn better, we do better. Right. When we know better, we do better to borrow a phrase from. I almost said Maya Bialik. It okay. wasn't her. Well, it was Maya Angelou. It might have been a very special episode when Maya Angelou showed up on TV's Blossom or the Big Bang Theory. But it, yes, Maya Angelou, who said, "When we know better, we do better." And there are some people who are willing to do that. It was Maya why, Angelou, right? Yeah. Okay. Why? I mean, it probably was. I don't know for sure. But okay. Well, she at least said it one why time. Why is that so hard for people? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's so easy being right all the time. I have no idea like why people and I'm just kidding. <laughs> but that was that was not hard. It's not hard for me to understand that like, oh, okay, well that's me. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, okay. Or I didn't understand it that better. way, but now I understand it that way and I won't do or say that thing that is potentially offensive to a group of people. Yeah. Um you're perfectly fine that's just not giving... being offensive and why are we applauding that? I don't know. I don't get it. It's, but, and it's not giving in to anything, and you're not a victim no. by doing that. You're just a nice person. Right. Right. I like, mean, if somebody yeah. came to you mm-hmm. and said, you know, I grew up hearing this word, and it really hurt me. Yeah. Because it was a word attacking me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll just use a word. Okay. I'm not going to use don't the use word. Don't use the word. But I have been called words. I'm sure you've been called words. We've, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of us have those experiences. When I hear those words, if I came to you and said, at, like, let's say you said that word, yep, even in jest, and I was like, oh, you know, I just want you to know that that word has a special meaning for me and it's yep. not a good one. And when I hear that, it, you know, hurts. And while I don't think you were intending to hurt me, maybe you could just understand that, that that's a sensitive thing. Right. Um, and when you use that word, it might make people feel bad or uncomfortable. I would say I care about you and I will not say that anymore because I know that it hurts you and because I care about you and I don't like the way you hurt. I just will make an effort to not say that. And if I do do that, I will apologize for it because I'm trying to do better. And if your response, thank you, by the way, that was the perfect response to that. If your response had been, I I don't have time for this. Why? Why do I have all these rules? What would your reaction be? 
I'd be like, bye. Bye. Kirstie Alley, you're a D-bag. In, in closing. Kirstie Alley is a D-bag. a D-bag. When we come back, what's your favorite dipping sauce? I'm serious. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.